You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. What is this, amateur hour? I'm blacker than the ace of spades and more militant than you and your whole damn army put together. Why you out there chanting that rally, browbeating politicians? I'm taking out any money from the sucker on the humble that gets in my way. So I'll tell you what. When your so-called revolution starts, you call me, and I'll be right down front showing you how it's done. But until then, you need to shut the fuck up when grown folks is talking. Now, can you dig it? Ladies, gentlemen, and scholars, the world's first quantum empowered podcast live from the Daddy Juice Energy Studio in the Bead Curtain District. Your star players, Gemini Jackson, the Burrito Bandito, and Arthur Dude. Welcome, welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and of course, you scholars. I'm your fearless and greasy host, Gemini Jackson, someone in the Quantimino with Arthur Dude. Howdy, ninjas. The Burrito Bandita joins us from Slam City South on the other side of the glory hole. Now let's get this party started with Double X Quantimino. Epiphanies. 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 I had one recently. Did you? Yeah. Before you get into a burrito, what is an epiphany? It's a knockoff Gibson. There you go. <laughs> it's like when uh it's like when you when there's a light bulb that goes off like you just get something yeah when you realize something yeah and you're like oh shit really yeah so speaking of epiphanies so i've been hanging out with a lady friend yo we'll call her miss lumpia yo and she's got a little one mm-hmm. nine-year-old daughter mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Little Miss Lumpia. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I've been hanging out with her and, uh, you know, taking care of her, watching her while, while her mom's at work. Yeah. She'll ask me questions and, like... Oh, what's that like? Be like, oh, yeah, well, why why does this happen? Or what's going on here? Yeah, or, she get really deep you know, with these questions? whatever, like, right? Like the mysteries of the universe? Well, no, it's just, like, I realized that I asked the same questions and... When I answer, like I'm given the same answers that like my parents gave me. Yeah. I'm just like, they had no idea what I'm talking about because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you know you're getting older. Yeah. It's just weird, you know? What, lying to children? That is weird, dude. <laughs> or or realizing that your parents are liars. <laughs> May- yeah, <laughs> like maybe didn't know as much as you thought they did when you were a kid. Yeah, of course. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, for a pretty big majority of your life, they are the single source of truth. Yeah. You know, so everything comes from them feels like it should be wholesale the truth. Nothing but the truth. So help you God. Truth. Truth. What's this? Uh, oh, yeah. A follow up from last episode. Or maybe oh, that yeah. got dropped. It got dropped. All right, that I got dropped. Reused it. The Wall Game Show. All right, dude. Tell me about this Wall Game Show. So it's a show on NBC that was produced by LeBron James, and the host is Chris Hardwick. You have to earn these balls that you drop down kind of like Plinko. Well, it is pretty much Plinko with, like, giant balls. It's Plinko with balls. But the... Balls are different colors, meaning different values in the sense that this is what you earn, and then this is what we're going to take away. I see. And you have this chance to win a million dollars by dropping these balls, and you earn these balls by answering these questions. So is it Plinko, or is it just like this big grid on the floor? It's a giant grid on the wall, and it's just like mechanically controlled. You just drop the beach ball-sized ball down a chute. And eventually it stops? And it drops from the top. It's just like a Plinko board, but with really large balls. Yeah. Okay. But like, it's on the wall, right? Yeah, that's why it's yeah, called that's the wall. Still Plinko. Is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying now. I thought it was like the ring toss at a carnival fair. Like you have to throw nah, the ball? Nah. Yeah, you throw the ball. Like you're standing on a platform above like all these boxes, basically. Mm-hmm. And you just drop the ball or you toss it or whatever, but it'll bounce like a bunch of places, right? And then it'll eventually fall in one hole. Like throwing the rings on the glass bottles? Yeah. No, it's just like a Plinko wall. Mine it, feels better. Well, this is just how this game works in terms of just winning money, right? Okay, so you yeah. win these credits, and then you take your chances, and then drop the ball or balls, and then earn money. But there's this whole like virtue aspect of it that you're in pairs, right? So it could be like 
siblings or married couples. Oh, or, they trying to start shit. Yeah. Mother, daughter, shit like that. Oh, shit, mother, daughter, actually. Yeah. So after a certain point in the game, you've earned some money. And then you get to the second part of the game where you can earn some big money. Yeah. Or you can like completely lose. You could have like end up with like five thousand dollars when the first round you won like a hundred thousand dollars, right? Ooh. But it's usually like the flip side around where it's like you won a hundred thousand, but then you're gonna win three million. Oh. Or I'm just making that number up. We'll say yeah. three hundred thousand to be more realistic. Okay. Anyways, on that second part of the game, they separate the two of you and instead of combining minds to come up with the right answer, you bet on your partner to come up with the right answer. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that's what earns you your credits to drop the balls to win the big money. That's fun. At the end, they consider the check, like, the money you won in the first round. Yeah. Based on the confidence of the person that's in the booth, they're in this, like, silence booth to, like, uh-huh. give answers, and then the other person's like, I think she's going to get it. Right. They decide to, like, sign this check for that first round or tear it up, and then that's the prize you win. I got you. So there's always that chance that in that second round... They didn't get anything right. Right. And then they tore up the check, and so they're left with, like, nothing. Yeah. Or they sign the check on the first round, and then they end up losing their chance for, like, a million dollars. After all that setup, our topic here is, would you tear up that check? What are the constraints? Like, who's my partner? (laughs) Let's say your partner was Burrito, obviously. All right. Um, No, I don't tear that check up. You would take the bet on that second round? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, because I know what he would know and what he doesn't know. That's a good point. Plus, like, I made the cut to get into this game show, right? So I already beat the odds. Why not take it all the way? I wasn't supposed to be here anyway. Do you know what I mean? That's how I feel like if I ever got on, you know. The price is right? No, something where you have to, like. Jeopardy. No, something where you have to basically gamble. That's kind of Jeopardy. Like, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Like, there are breakpoints, you know what I mean? Yeah. That are safeguards. Oh, we can right? walk away? Yeah, walk yeah. away. Where you, have, where you have the option to walk away. You got to bet on yourself. You know what I mean? Yep. Double down sometimes. Burrito, would you tear out the check? Say Gemini Jackson was your partner. I don't know. Maybe it depends on how much is in the, be- is in the beginning. This pussy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I will get them all right, man. No, no, it's not about getting them all right. It's also about dropping those balls and landing on the big money. Yeah, but there's like the That's the true. values are probably multiplied, right? Yeah, in the second are. round. That, yeah, yeah, so exactly, you'll at least get one, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, one one of the questions. Drop something. But sometimes that ball could be like the negative ball. Like this is what we're going to take oh. away. Mm. Okay, so there's there's negative What's stuff. What's the most do you I, can get in round one? Do we ever one? have to pay them? <laughs> yeah. Can we go into debt in this game show? Um, <laughs> I think the game's been fixed to where you can't go negative. Yeah, I'm sure. What's the maximum you can get in round one? Let's say 100,000. I'm not sure, but 100,000. And then in round two, a million. Yeah, why not? This is going to sound kind of dumb, but I was I, I'm rationalizing it. There's not a big difference between a hundred thousand and a million, is there? Nine hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, we going for a baby. <laughs> well, you're okay with losing a hundred thousand in order to maybe gain a million. I never had it in the first place. Right. It's like God's vagina. Right. If we were partners, we would talk about this before and be like, "We're talking about it right now." We're going, <laughs> we're going to the second round. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, we wouldn't even say that. We would tell LeBron James himself. That once he picks us, we'd be like, no check. Don't even bring that shit out. Fuck, bitch. Don't even bring that shit out. Don't waste the ink. Don't waste the paper. Keep that check down. number sequential for the next contestant because we're not taking it. Round two, baby. No, you have the check. You're going to tear uh, out the check. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> Did you hear me? Can we burn it? No, they don't even need to bring that check because I don't, I'm not even considering it. We're going to round two. This is one of those shows that has like the primetime timing of, I want yeah, to say it's theatrics. like an hour long There's show. theatrics for sure. But I'm telling you, I'm saying right now, LeBron James, don't even bring that check out. Keep those numbers sequential for the next contestant because we don't want it. Does he bring out the check? Because you could just like smack it out of his hand. <laughs> All right, then I do want that check. I want him to waste that ink. Smack it out of his hand. <laughs> Would you smack it out of his hand or do a roundhouse kick and knock Ooh. it out? Is it a publisher's clearinghouse check? 
No, it's just a regular size. Oh, bank what? <laughs> like half a piece of letter sized paper. How big did you think the check was, Burrito? I just thought it was a regular size check. Uh, yeah, you guys are missing the point about tearing no, up the said, check. He said what you're saying. He said that yeah. it was a regular size check. How would you tear up your check? Like this. Like that. That's so dramatic. <laughs> Why would they not do that? Great for radio. <laughs> Big checks. Here, I'm going to make this cashier's check out. Who should? I, what's the memo? What should I Oh, oh for game show? Who do I make it out to? Cash? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't feel big to me. The way you're describing all these things with the Plinko board, when they could have just been throwing this shit on the ground and let that shit bounce all over the place. Well, it's an hour-long show, and I swear for like the last 10 minutes, all it's all about the emotion of like... Wait, this is an hour-long show? Yeah, it's like, man... And we- it only focuses around one person, like one pair? Um, for wanna, that whole hour? I want to say... Or is it like three? Maybe a few pairs. Okay. Maybe two pairs. Could be one Yeah, pair. the first round's got to be like a couple pairs. And then whoever wins the first round oh, moves on, right? it's not like that. No, no. it's not. They focus on no. like... It's like you've already made it to this, so you have, you're going to you win. You the drawing to be You're going to win show. something. Oh. You're automatically going to round two. You're, you're not competing with each other? Against each other? They do. The same team competes against each other in the end. How do they compete against each other? One person goes into the silence booth. That's and then, not competing. You're no, still on the same no, team. No, no, The couples. Do the couples compete? No, they don't. Oh. Yeah. That's lame. Yeah, I don't like this show. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> like the elements that I... There are a lot of really good elements, but they are missing the point. Big ball, big grid on the ground, big ass check. It's a time suck of you a gotta show. You got to fight the person you brought. Like I was saying at the at last the end, you got to fight the person you brought. <laughs> it's an emotional part where it's like that's Man. so emotional. It's you know, a cage match. It's a cage match to the death. If we won this money, but then oh god, is it like it's like that? We could do a lot of things with it. We could do a lot of good for ourselves. Remember that food truck you wanted we to open? do a lot of good for ourselves. Do you remember and that food community. truck you wanted to open? In the community. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> it goes like that for the last ten minutes, and Boo. then they're like, "I tore up the check." And everyone was like, yeah, because they won like $400,000 or yeah, something. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wouldn't make a lot of sense to put them up against each other anyway. Because, I mean, he was saying they were married. They, they, the money's going to the same account. But in a way, they're going up against each other. It's like, you could have won. That's the same team. You could have won 300000 but we ended up winning 25000 But you're on the same team still. like Right. I mean, you're still taken away from it, but it's what could have happened, you know? Like, you missed an opportunity when it's flipped like that. I don't see it that way. You're saying always tear up the check because you can well, always, yeah, always tear the up the check. The most you can lose 100000 and that's not really going to hurt anybody here. Yeah, I'm doing okay right now, but I'd be doing way better with a milli. Right. <laughs> like, 100000 it doesn't feel like it would be extraordinarily life-changing. Do you know what I mean? So let's say in the first round, Burrito earns, or you guys earn $69,000. Oh, man, we have to take it. <laughs> And then the second round, Brito really messes up on these questions, and you guys end up with like $800. <laughs> yeah. You're still going to tear up that check? Oh. Wait, what? What? I thought, like, you don't know what the last value is. in this game at all. <laughs> I don't either. Maybe I'm really explaining it poorly. I thought I knew. I like, did I not thought, know. Okay, so I thought that you have to decide to take the check or... Or tear it up before you know how many they got, right? Correct. They won't even say like how many balls they got, right? You have to earn the balls. You earn the balls by... Seeing if they get the question right or not. But then, isn't there also the element of me saying that he would get it right or he would get it wrong? Yeah. And isn't that the ultimate answer? Like, it's not whether or not he would get it right or wrong. It's whether or not I think he would get it right or wrong. Yeah, that's how you earn. Yeah, so I would know how many balls there were, right? But you don't know if they're like the positive or negatives. Oh. Or I think like they give you enough positives, but then they roll some negatives in between. When are the negatives? Like if he, okay, so if. Like let's say you get up to like 250,000, right? And that was like with three balls. We're talking about balls right now. Yeah. And then like the negative balls came out and uh-huh. they dropped and <laughs> it ended up subtracting like 100,000. So you're down to 150. Yeah. But it could easily subtract the whole 250. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's what's happening here is like you're making two banks. Like there's the first bank that you get the check for and then the second bank that maybe you can win this. I mean, you will win it if you tear up the check. 
Yeah, but like I will know how many correct balls I have and how many red balls, negative balls I have before I have to decide on the check situation, right? Yeah. Okay, say, for instance, there's six balls, two of which are negative. And then they're like, do you take the check? No, the silence booth person that was answering the questions makes that decision. He doesn't know if the green balls got him up to like 300,000. This is so confusing. (laughs) Okay, I kind of see it. The person in the booth who's answering the questions... They don't know if they got the question right or not? I mean, I feel like I would know if I got a question right or not. Right, they don't know. But they also don't know that the person on the outside, what they said, whether they believe that they would get it right or wrong. So ultimately, they don't know how many balls they have. So can I read this two-sentence explanation? Yeah. Yeah. The wall is played in teams of two. The teams get the chance to answer questions, and if they answer correctly... A green ball falls from the wall, and the players add the value of the slot to their winning total. If they answer incorrectly, a red ball falls, and the value the ball lands on will be deducted from the total. Now, the part they don't explain here is that there's two rounds of this. The first round, you can get up to that 100000 Second round, you get up to a million. And I might be making those grand prizes up, but it's something like that. Are you dropping the balls? No, the drop... It's this automatic. wall is a giant... Like takes up an entire wall. No, I get that. So it's not like Plinko. It is like Plinko because yeah. you get to choose. I want to drop it out wherever. at number three. But it like has oh, okay, like, okay, 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 like the chaos. It. So you, you do get to drop it. You get to say, put it, drop it there. Okay, yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. But the person on the outside is the one that's saying, drop it there. Yes. Okay. And there's a person in a that's booth. In the, that's but in the, the second round. The outside, that's the second round. Right, the first the, round, you're playing right, we together. We don't care about the first round. Right. I don't care about the first round. yeah, yeah. The second round, the person on the outside doesn't actually have to de- determine whether or not the person on the inside got it right or wrong, right? Right. Okay, so that was where I was stumbling. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, so now so it like, makes sense. So, like, so the I'm person on the inside, yeah, if you believe in yourself, you would say tear up that check, right? No, 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 no. So, so when do they decide to tear up the check? Like after before the second round, the ball, the after the balls, after all the balls are dropped, before so the reveal the, of the person the who's second answering the questions, if they feel like they did well on this quiz, they would probably tear up the check so that they would find out how much they won. Right. But there's also the chance on the other right. side, the balls that dropping, big that, red ball would go into yeah. like a n- big. You could end up number. with like 500 bucks. Right. When the first yeah, round you won like I mean, eighty thousand. That's, that's chance. I mean, that's chance. That's total chance. Say if there's nine questions and you got like six of them right, I would take those chances. I would say like tear up that check right now, right now. Yeah. Like if you got over half the if you got over half of the questions right, take that chance. Always tear up the check. Always tear up the check. Tell them not even bring it out, man. Just keep it perforated. You know, keep it on top of that carbon copy. We don't need it. Roundhouse kick it out of LeBron's hand. Yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> I do one of those uh, jumping round. I, I was going like to say Jean-Claude the JCBD. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pet peeves, not involving people. Just some minor annoyances. Things that maybe happen or you've encountered quite recently that make you think pet peeve. I got one. Well, I got one too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Websites that don't let you go into desktop mode. Ooh. Oh, bitch. I yeah. thought you can always do that with a browser. Ooh. There's an option. Uh, no, on your, some on of your them, phone. On you your click phone. it and it looks exactly the fucking same. Ooh. So and I hate it. Websites that don't have a mobile mode? No, that only like, like if you're on mobile, they lock you to mobile. You can't like zoom in and out yeah. on a regular website. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what annoying? he hates. That's pretty annoying. That's what he hates. I hate that. I hate that. How shit. are you, Gemini Jackson? Let's see. Oh, how Adobe always uh, fucks around with all the layouts every single time, every single mini revision. It all just, everything goes to shit, and I can't find anything anymore. Bullshit! That's like every program. When when apps change, and you're like, why? Why why did you do that? Why? It worked fine. Now I don't even want to use this anymore. Yeah, I've stopped using so many weather apps because I was like, "Ah." Well, why do you have so many weather apps? It's built into your phone. 
because I keep picking another one. You don't need the weather bug. It's built into your phone. You have an iPhone. You're not chasing broke. the weather app dragon. You keep chasing the weather app dragon. Let me tell you, son, it's a lonely road. He's got a need. And his need is a weather. He's got the weather bug. I do. How about you, Art? You got any pet peeves? I just have the basic ones, you know, wet socks. Oh. Really hate getting my socks wet. Yeah. And traffic. So when you get your socks wet, what do you do? Depends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. If, if I don't have a dry <laughs> pair available, I'll just take them off. Oh, no, I was talking about leaving them on. I mean, if you had to. To spite things, you know what I mean? To say this water on the floor is not going to get the better of me. I will not change socks. Oh, <laughs> Depends on how much water, though. Like all. Well, I mean, it can't be like making footprints throughout, you know, the house or whatever. Yeah, that means those socks are coming off. Yeah. I'm talking <laughs> about like it's moist. Mmm, moist. <laughs> moist. 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 <laughs> we don't need this. <laughs> All right. You're right. That's it for Double X Quantimino. Hulu Tejas Financial Advisors. When you gotta move some weight, why wait? Hulu will help you diversify holdings. Flat rate. Always great. Hulu gets it done. Call Hulu Tejas today. I regret it tomorrow. You know, Slam Citizens, Burrito's always dreamed of being a Japanese fisherman, despite not being Japanese and only moderately good at catching bait. Forced to live his dreams vicariously through the World Wide Web, this is Burrito's Nippon News. Segment within a segment. Within a segment. Within a segment. <laughs> I actually really enjoy fishing. Do you? Thank are you, you good at uh, are you good at fishing? It's all about drinking the beer anyway. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> News from Japan. Okay, so uh we got three stories today. Alright. Yeah, from Nippon. The first is a new Japanese Kit Kat. Ooh. A new flavor. I know they're always demoing flavors. New flavor. Yeah. Uh, it's aged in whiskey barrels in Islay, Scotland. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The Kit Kat itself yeah. is aged in whiskey barrels? No, 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 no. So they've got chocolate made from oh. cacao nibs. The cacao Whoa, nibs have been aged in whiskey barrels for 180 days. You need to sit your little sexy ass down. Just the nibs. Yeah. Just the nibs, yeah. <laughs> so, so just the nib. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's supposed to be a luxury chocolate. It's exclusive to uh, Japan's Kit Kat chocolatory boutiques. Um, it's going to cost three hundred yen. It's like for God's a, vagina. It's like a single stick. Oh, it's a not even pears. Kit- Damn. Nah, just a it's single a kit, kit or Kat a cat finger. Yeah, in a box. Do they determine it, it it's a legit. left or a right one? How big oh. is this Kit Kat? Is it like Japan like a big size? Cat? You know, I don't know. Or like I saw the picture, but nah, not that big. <laughs> it looked like it was bigger than the um than the ones the that, king that size? The, the, than the regular Japanese ones. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they look like US size Kit Kats, but just like one just long one. one. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So this chocolate just has like a smokiness to it or some shit. Has an aged flavor. Yeah. Apparently, it's supposed to taste pretty good. Right, but I feel like like the aging process to me was that the liquids pull the flavor from the wood into the liquid, right? Yeah. That's how I see it. So is it just like maybe just like the moisture exchange from the barrel into the cocoa nibs? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, it says it has like a smoky flavor, a peaty flavor, uh but what if you just like threw some, you know, some liquid smoke in there? Maybe. Some Maybe we can make pee. our own. We can make our own and make 300 yen a pop, baby. <laughs> Let's just get a <laughs> bunch of Kit Kats. Let's just get a bunch of Kit Kats and design boxes around them. 
Is it an unboxing experience, this, this Kit Kat? Maybe. You said it's in a box, right? Yeah, it's in a box. Yeah. <laughs> Is there like, I'm imagining as you open the box and there's like tissue paper you got to pull back and then it's a Kit Kat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably. It's luxury, man. It's luxury. It has to be, yeah. And it probably pairs really well with, uh, with whiskey, so I thought you, you might like it. Yeah, I would like to try it. Yeah. Yeah. Next time we go to Japan, I guess. I guess the next time we go to Japan. Or maybe we can get it off the Kit Kat black market. Oh, the the illegal Kit Kat exchange? The black cat market. Whoa. <laughs> In other Japanese consumable news. Okay, consumable nice catch. News. Yes. <laughs> the Foo Fighters are unveiling an exclusive new Japanese sake. Tell me about this font. It's in commemoration of their new release, uh, oh. Medicine at Midnight, uh-huh. I think it is. They're releasing two different varieties, both Junmai Daiginjo. Uh, one's called Midnight Blue and one called Midnight Silver. Uh, both going to retail for a reasonable uh, 3,080 yen. 38 bucks for a, for a bottle of sake. A collector's yeah. bottle of sake. True, yeah. for sure. Where can we get our hands on some of this? Um, this is going to be through the online shop for Tatanokawa oh, no. Sake. Um, potentially, they will have international shipping options, but they didn't know at the time of uh, you know the article printing. Um, but stay tuned to the online shop for updates. I'm so, not going to yeah. let you order it <laughs> <laughs> because it'll get smashed or lost. He's just not going to get it delivered no, to it'll his get, place. It'll get lost, and, and then it'll get delivered, but then it'll have been expired. Yeah. By the time it like gets Two to years you. from now. Yeah, for sure. It's been sitting in the, in the sun. Are you into the Foo Fighters burrito? Yeah, I like the Foo Fighters. Probably not as much as you guys were. Yeah. Say I never heard of the Foo Fighters. Yeah. What would you tell them to listen to? And you could either pick like three songs or an album. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, the album's pretty apparent, isn't it? Which album? Color and Shape. Color and Shape would be the one With I picked. That's the banger. I mean, it's got everything. It has the three that I would pick, maybe. No, uh, it had two out of the three. Yeah, I mean, there's... All right, Burrito, you tell your three, and then we'll all agree. Everlong. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. The acoustic version. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, uh, B-sides to, on vinyl. I'm going to have to argue that. Me too. Because that fucking, that, on that disc is fucking, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. That thing's like fucking pure. That song's pure. I mean, yes. Obviously, the recorded song, the original Not release, that. obviously. Is, you is could good. use music that as, video. say, the third song you present. The music video. Version. Okay, okay. I don't know the names of these songs, though. Now I am really bad with song names. Now but you got to sing them. And we are uh, going to play Name That Tune. That one? Um, that would be one of mine. All My Life? Yeah, yeah, that one. I like that song. It's a good song. I wouldn't yeah. pick that one. I wouldn't pick it either. What would you yeah. pick, Gemini Jackson? Monkey Wrench. Monkey Wrench is a good pick. That's oh, yeah, Monkey shit. Wrench. Yes. My, there's so many good ones. fucking shit. That is fire. My and pick would be bo- Hero. Yeah, and that the uh, yeah, that's also a good pick. And I think they're all on color. <laughs> they're shape. all on color shape. Yeah, it's so crazy. They all three of those songs sound way different. I don't they know do. way different. They're played by the same band, but they're the they're, compositions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, you know, Hero's just big. You know, like what? You know, Monkey Ranch is just like a real a, fast. Yeah, like a chainsaw. Yeah, you know, like, like a sawzall or one circular last saw. thing before I quit. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, and then Everlong is so down tempo. Yeah, I could see why he chose the acoustic version. I yeah. mean, it's oh, yeah, a more intimate. Yeah, it, well, it's, it sounds not as cerebral mm-hmm. if you play it acoustic. The album version has so much. I feel like it has way more range than the acoustic version because he just like goes nuts, you know. We can all agree. Yeah. Color and the shape. Yeah. Yeah. Those sure three songs. It could be acoustic or not acoustic. It's up to, it's well, up to you. Said, but if you've all, never all heard, life. 
If you'd never heard Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. yeah, that one's not on there. You'd have to hear but, the album versions. Yeah, you do. Yeah, if you've never heard it, then yeah, yeah. So let's talk about this font on the sake bottle. How do you guys feel? It's called Midnight Silver. No, look at the font. I kind of dig it. Let's I say I don't it. have any eyes, and you'd have to describe it for radio. It says Foo Fighter, but it's in Japanese fonting kind of feel to it. Yeah, a brush script. Yeah, brush script. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I kind of dig it, but also like... It? It's a little bit of a cop-out. It is, and it's a little on yeah. the nose, and then on top of it, what were the Foo Fighters in Japan, you know? <laughs> Kamikazes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so, today's generation that yeah, would they be buying that. these, they'd they be kind of like, that's cool. I yeah. like it like that. They're more yeah. of like a popularity They're more of on the symbol. face. More of on the face. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. You don't take I mean, that I dig it. I kind of dig it. Fighters. I kind of dig it. it. It looks neat, but also it's like, it's a little bit, it's a little bit on the nose. So what other stories do we have going on in Japan? Burrito? More ah. consumable Japanese news. Wow, more <laughs> Japanese food channel it's, it's over here. It's a trifecta hmm. of confection. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> He was saving that. He was trying to think of something. Yeah. Okay, so the last one is kind of confectionary. Genital manju sweets with a dash of pubic hair. Raise eyebrows in Japan. So these are his and hers steamed cakes. Uh, They're popular gifts for newlyweds. And these two come as a pair, obviously. One looks like a penis and the other looks like a vagina. Mm. But a Japanese vagina, right? Uh, Yes. So it has pubic hair. And it's made of pixels. <laughs> yeah, it's pixelated, dude. Um, they're, they're, they're supposed to resemble a matsutake mushroom mm-hmm. and the fruit of the chocolate vine. Sesame seeds are sprinkled on the vagina for the pubes, and they're both filled with uh, red bean paste. Mm, delicious. They should be so, filled with white bean paste. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this straight. The genital-shaped manju sweets are a popular treat, right? To give out as to newlyweds, right? But the controversy no, no, here is just, the pubic just hair. Just the sweet cakes are popular oh, gifts. But okay. These are these specifically made. Yeah, these from you. a specific vendor are made to look like. I got you. But, it's to raise eyebrows. The, uh, the thing that got me is that pubic hair is in quotation marks. So that feels like this. That's the big differentiator here. There's sesame seeds. <laughs> they kind of skim through the whole. Because it feels like, okay. Genital manju sweets, that feels like it's a thing. Yeah, manju sweets that look like genitals. Yeah, Yeah, that feels like it's a thing. But these dirty motherfuckers put pubic (laughs) hair on this one. My eyebrows are are up here. That's what it feels like to me. (laughs) Like that's the line that they cross. That's the line. Whoa. Whoa. So they've always had these. And up until now. Up until now, these we kept them clean. (laughs) <laughs> they got dick veins, sure, but <laughs> this is a family channel. This is a family channel. All right. That then was burritos. Sprinkled some sesame seeds. Nippon news. Thank you, burrito. This is the real ass news. <laughs> hey, you can start us off again, baby. Burger King is changing its logo. After 20 years and a massive rebrand, see what the new packaging and employee uniforms will look like. I dig it. You guys yeah. see it? I dig yeah. it. It makes sense. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fresh. It's fat. That font is fat. It's nostalgic. It is. But it it's is, also kind it's, of timeless. Kind of has a 70s, early 80s vibe to it. Yeah, it's and it's wholly unique. Plus, it feels like a completely different. What I was looking at is from where they came from. The logo was really busy. There's a lot of elements to it. It had that kind of dated angle. The swoosh? The No, it's just mm-hmm. like perspective. There was a swoosh on there, but I'm saying like the way the logo was shaped. Like a big circle? It wasn't a circle, though. It was like a an yeah. oval, like an egg shape, and you fit the logo in there. Kind of bend it. Yeah. That logo feels like it's from 1990s. Yeah, yeah. it was 20 years. Oh, okay. The new one feels like it's always, like it used to look like that. Yeah, it does feel like it used to look like that. Well, there you go. Yeah. But I don't think it did. Yeah, I don't think so either. 
I mean, I know like the Whopper. I feel like they've done that with the Whopper. That kind of look mm-hmm. when they uh, stylize how they present the Whopper, and maybe that's where they're. I think they've done the word Burger King between two buns already. Yeah, yeah, but I think they just reused the or not reused, but used a new font. Mm -hmm. It feels simpler than I I remember seeing it, but I dig it. Hackerlock's internet connected chastity cage demands ransom. This sounds like a story we've done. It's a tale as old as time. I think we did a story about How many these? internet connected chastity Wait, cages yeah. are there? You know what? I think we did a story about this and we're like, what if hackers got to it? Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> we fucking called the future. We're living in the fucking future, gentlemen. So you can let your imagination run wild on here. I, I bet just- this guy was like, he loved it. He loved it. <laughs> well, now you're going to hate the story. Yeah, okay. Because he didn't even have it on when it got locked. Bump, 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 bump. Oh, oh I bet he hated that. I bet so he, he hated that. I can't use this? Yeah. It's bricked. I mean, it'd be funnier if it was on him, but he would for sure be like, oh, this is like the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's my chastity belt dude voice. This is the best. Well, no new voices in the new year? No, I had to kill Jay Roper. He's still dead. I got wilderness, man. (laughs) (laughs) So what's going on in this California bank? Ooh, two mass bandits raid California bank, and they didn't want money Mm. because they were fucking raccoons. Oh, they didn't abscond with any nice fucking vocabulary words. There was a dude getting some money out of the ATM and he looked in the window and then thought he saw like a raccoon, like a stuffed animal on a desk. Uh-huh. And then he looked again and it was moving and uh-huh. he was like, oh, oh shit, <laughs> that, that's a real raccoon. There were two of them running around in there. That's um, fun. That's fun. It's like, yeah. God's yeah. They carry rabies. Yeah, sometimes. I feel like it's often. It's not their fault. <laughs> they can live with rabies. <laughs> Is that true? Like they just have to take a pill daily. Monkey's out of the bottle, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Just gotta eat some trash. Doing... You're like, man. No, someone's doing some fucking raccoon research to like <laughs> suppress the rabies in their bloodstream. And he's developed a pill that he just feeds them. And, like, there's this guy who's just a raccoon master and he just, he's, saw, he's cured rabies for raccoons. That was his life mission. They push a button and then they grab it with their little hands. Oh, yeah. But then they try to wash it in water and then it evaporates. Have you seen that? <laughs> Have you seen that? Uh, That's so sad. It is. He has like so a marshmallow sad. or something. And he goes to like wash in water and it evaporates on him. He's so sad. <laughs> this is a raccoon? Yeah. Yeah. It's a gif. Mystery monolith found in Fort Worth. Jesus Christ. They're still finding monoliths? No, people are just putting them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean. We're just, just going like to keep reporting on it. Yep. Every week. There's a new monolith every week. This is the year of the monolith. This is the, I mean, 2021, you know? Yeah, the one that is a one monolith. one is a monolith. And if you make that t-shirt... Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. That is actually a great idea. Copyrighted right now. Right now. It's ours. Yep. Slam City. This monolith ain't gonolith yet, but yeah. it seems like a legit one made out of steel, welded together, about eight or nine feet tall. Yeah. Wasn't the first one like 12 feet tall? I'm not sure. I can't remember. I want... It, wasn't it was welded. tall enough for people to climb it. Yeah. It casts a shadow, but I thought it was just a solid brick of uh, metal. No, nah, it was it was plywood with metal on the outside. Oh. Yeah. Lame. Yeah. That was the original one? It was plywood? Yeah, I think so. It was probably just left over from Burning Man. Maybe. Speaking of Burning Man... Magic mushrooms grow in man's blood after injection with shroom tea. Monkey's out of the bottle, man. This friggin' genius thought he could just mainline. (laughs) He he brewed the mushrooms to extract the psilocybin. And then he mainlined it thinking it would get him fucked up faster. Well, it did. Little do you know that that mycelium spores. No, no, no. Mycelium spores, they're... In his bloodstream, and they're growing inside his blood vessels because fungus grows in dark. Yeah. And it doesn't need oxygen. Like, oh, I mean, maybe it does, but giant. it's getting it from his bloodstream. You know what I mean? Is it decomposing him from the inside? Monkey's out of the bottle, man. 
think they gave him an antifungal or whatever, but... Uh, okay, yeah. Hit it with some... Tervacting! Tervacting! Was he going on trips? Huh. Must have been. Like, just continuously? Or just, like, randomly? I don't think so. I don't think it's... I think it develops that after it, it fruits or whatever. But it was just kind of oh, okay. in that, that ethereal stage. Just enough huh. to fuck him up. I don't need to go anywhere. It's a pandemic. Yeah. How are them 60 seconds doing? Oh, yeah. Speaking of mushrooms. <laughs> what? Uh, the <laughs> Earth is spinning faster. And so scientists want to shorten the minute to 59 seconds. Monkey's out of the bottle, They man. could just do it. Like, scientists could just do it and we would never know. Yeah. I think they want to do it for, or they're they're contemplating doing it for scientific yeah, studies. I don't think they would actually. Right. It would be unreasonable for everyone to to yeah. make everybody buy a brand new Rolex. Can you imagine the chaos, the, the ridiculousness, the chaos? Yeah. I mean, every what eight thousand eighty six thousand four hundred seconds, we would be synced up again, <laughs> or eighty six thousand four hundred minutes. Like, original minutes, not new science minutes. But time is subjective, isn't it? <sighs> like, we just made that shit up? Yeah. We just made time I mean, time, time is different on, like, Jupiter. Yeah, I think they've determined time to be a specific... Isn't it based on cesium or something? Like, the the number of... Like, half-lives and stuff? Well, no, it's it's... Like the atomic clock or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's based yeah. on I, it's some frequency that, mo- like, they measure, and then it's one second. And it's, like, some oh. really big number that this atom does something a number of times, and then that's one second. It's quartz. Is it quartz? It's the hertz that quartz vibrates at. 60? Yeah. Is that true that quartz vibrates? That's how a quartz watch works. Isn't that crazy that quartz vibrates? Yeah. I think everything vibrates. Oh, no. Did you see that video? Uh-huh. Which one? The one uh, where the lady's denying that COVID exists because, she, or she can't get COVID because she vibrates at a different frequency from COVID. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a special kind of, that's special. <laughs> Have you seen these videos? CIA releases UFO black vault documents early. How to see them online. I don't think there are any videos. Yeah, there are. Are there? Not in this black vault, but there's... No, a- the black vault. Yeah, Tom DeLonge got all the videos. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sex doll manufacturer creating new monster models with tails and vampire teeth. British I mean, company Love Dolls has seen a decisive change in customers' demands during lockdown. <laughs> it is now designing <laughs> fantasy alien dolls along with a range of other models. I think they're like, I'm tired of this fucking human shit. I need some fucking otherworldly shit to start getting my nut. Like, I can't do this human stuff no more. I've done it all. spending every waking minute (laughs) with this person. Yeah, exactly. Fucking house. Exactly. Maybe it feels that way. Do you know what I mean? They're like, (laughs) I just, just not into it anymore. You know, it's not that, it's not you, it's me. And what I need is some fucking vampire teeth. Why don't you try to put some vampire teeth on for once? (laughs) (laughs) They've gone through all the costumes that they have. Yeah. Because they're all like soaked in jizz. Crusty. (laughs) Nasty. All right. Talk about this sex doll stuff, Art. All right. So I don't have one. I never plan to have one. (laughs) (laughs) But I can only wonder, like, if you are an owner of one of these. Yeah. (laughs) Where do you keep it? In the closet. Do you ever get rid of it? I mean, I mean, is it yours for you life? You gotta dump a human body somehow, some way. I'm sure there are like <laughs> junk disposal services. And then how about that whole cleaning it up part of it all? That's the worst part, isn't it? Like, why even like go through that, all that hassle? Unless like it's re- it's a removable sleeve that you can just take out and turn inside out and wash out. You think that's true? Probably. That would only make sense, right? Burrito, does your sex doll have a removal sleeve around That's got to be like the number one selling point for sex dolls, right? Easy clean. Self-cleaning. Ooh, self-cleaning. <laughs> That's what we fucking need to invent. Where it has like a pump system on the inside. You just got to fill it up you with You just push the button. Yeah, you just push the button. 
it's like the self-cleaning ovens, you know? It knows. Oh, yeah. It just like nukes the inside. Some fucking adventurous, <laughs> adventurous ass motherfucker is going to turn it on <laughs> while he's fucking hitting it. And get all that UV ray into him? Yeah. Now his dick's twice its size, but it's because <laughs> it's cancer. You got a big purple dick. Now what are you going to do? I remember your old joke. What was that? Half of it's cancer. Half of it's cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a season one joke. That right is there. a season one That's joke. That's a season zero joke. Yeah, that is. <laughs> this my dick. Half of it's cancer. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Nobody? No, I remember it. Toto's wellness toilet concept analyzes poop. That's the headline and the story. They're, they're saying that it's going to fucking monitor your shit. Like, for real, your shit. What do you feel about that, Burrito? What do you feel about your dumps getting dumped on the internet? Oh, on the internet? Someone's going to hack Toto. Now they got your, your Duke data, you know? I don't think that's what... Your yeah, shit statistics. I think it's just looking for generic poop. Your shit statistics. Your poop probabilities. Maybe it gets where the water doesn't go. I like all of this. Does it tell you, like, what you need to eat? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Or maybe, like, oh, there's too many blood platelets here. Are you bleeding out your ass? <laughs> that might be interesting. Hey, lay off the corn. Be like, hey, yeah, like, you're you're low in, like, whatever. Eat more broccoli, bitch. That's all yeah. I would say. That would be the default setting. Eat more broccoli, <laughs> bitch. That's all it says. And then it can just send it to your phone. Be like, "Hey, it could hassle." Remember you. to eat some broccoli today. Yeah, it'll text you. I mean, like it, it's just texting you from the toilet. That's hilarious <laughs> because everybody texts from the toilet. Yeah, corn detected. Corn detected. And it's every kernel. It seems like a good idea. Honestly, yeah, I agree. I think gut health is kind of cool. I think gut health is it really is important. Weird. I think it. Uh, I don't think this analyzer is as advanced as you guys are talking about. Yeah, but if it was, that's what we're talking about. We're not <laughs> yeah. even talking about yeah. if it is. We're talking about the promises they could make. It is Toto. Yeah, but this is just to detect like poop and then but, sterilize I mean, it. It would also. You need to sit oh, your okay. little sexy ass that's down. That's all it does. Is it? Yeah, in a time when hygiene is a primary focus. Toto's touchless technology in bathrooms reduces the potential for bacteria you to see, spread. So it's like a UV light or something that gets zaps these. This dookies. is a fucking Dingleberries. clickbait ass headline. And you fell for it. I did because it feels. <laughs> it's called a wellness toilet, and it says it analyzes poop. It does. Does it? Right. I mean, wouldn't it just run that cycle regardless? It sees the dingleberry. And it's like, is this poop or Bullshit. not? And if it's not, it leaves it alone. But if it is, zaps it with a UV. Why would it not? Hygiene. I mean, why not zap it anyway? Anything that's darker than porcelain, zap it and shoot water at it. That's not green. Yeah. You have not- a reservoir tank. Or like once you close the lid, the light comes on for like yeah. 20 seconds or exactly. something. Yeah. I don't think it has to data mine. Okay, you fucking- just made this toilet seat even dumber because all it does is it tells if you did a number one or number two. Oh. Yeah, that sucks. And I bet this fucking toilet's expensive as hell. I mean, I can tell it that. I wanted to break down my doo-doo <laughs> and give me some data on my dukes. Data on your doo-doo? Yeah, it'd be like, it would be like, Gemini Jackson, you had a 4.7 pound shit this week. <laughs> New high score. <laughs> Corn detected. Corn detected. And I want it graphed. Every kernel. Oh, you want a graft? Yeah. I want infographics. You want your corn kernels over time. Exactly. So if you had exactly. infographics burrito, which would infographics would you want specifically? Yeah. Point. Um, you're you're fucking yeah. It's a scatto point. You're scatto point. Scatto <laughs> point. <laughs> There's Damn. a technology. Exactly. Patent Dude, pending. We should just write a whole script. I think about we need fucking, to do this. Yes. <laughs> yes, so we can say stupid shit like do do data. <laughs> do do data and shit statistics. <laughs> In 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 the scatter point, <laughs> we should stat, tell stat. Yeah, what else can we say? Your poop probabilities. Yeah, we thought them all. That's yeah. It. Done. Uh, no. Trademark. What, what, what other poop? Caca, caca calculus. <laughs> Your calculations. <laughs> Your calculations. <laughs> See, we could go so far. <laughs> Turd analytics. <laughs> the fartronomy. The fartronomy. <laughs> that feels like a lot. It does like dis- like air displacement <laughs> measurements to make sure that you have enough velocity in your farts, and it measures the fart uh, composition. 
if it's high in methane, it knows that, uh, hey, maybe you need to lay off the onions. Let's lay off the beef a little. Hey, back up the beef. Corn detected. (laughs) (laughs) Beat me to it. Corn detected. (laughs) It says it for every kernel it comes across. (laughs) That could be in the commercial. Corn detected. (laughs) It has to be like some sexy British voice too. Corn detected. No. Why? (laughs) We're going to sell like three of them. We're not selling these. We're just making a gag video. All right. Corn detected. Needs to be real. That, guys, was the news, and that was a shitty toilet. Food truck fanboys, you haven't lived until you've conquered the crazy one. Intergalactic Boba Runner Booba Get serves you everything, everything in the crazy one. Infinite calories for a not so infinite price. Best bring your appetite, because the crazy one has everything. everything. No substitutions. No! Don't give up your much-earned cred by asking for no pickles and no onions. Booba won't hold the mayo because it wouldn't be the crazy one if it didn't have everything. everything. So next time you have a craving for clout that will get your feet wet, find the most badass food truck in the galaxy and order the crazy one from Booba Gets. I'm Booba Gets, and I gets it. So get it. What a half lunch. I'll go first real quick. Yo. Their URL is four letters and a punctuation mark. Taco Bell. Yep. And guess what I got? You had the bacon club chalupa. Yep. You did? You actually paid real money? I did. Wow. (laughs) I mean, that thing does hit hard, huh? I got the combo. Oh, you got the combo. So you were out like eight bucks on this trip. What I told myself was that was the best (laughs) snack ever. I mean, yeah. Hey, and also it's limited time. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to treat yourself and it might as well be a bacon ranch chalupa. How would you describe a bacon club chalupa to the listeners? I never had one. Yeah, you have. Mm-mm. That's what you got like a couple months ago. No, man. Was it a bacon ranch chalupa? I didn't get it. I got the fries. Oh. What do their chalupas look like? I guess Just a fried gordita. Is it is like a regular chalupa? Um, oh, so that's different. A, yeah, I don't know what a regular chalupa is exactly. Okay. I feel like chalupa, depending on who you ask, could mean so many different things, right? Yeah. Like some people classify it as like some open face puffy thing. Some that's a people, puffy taco. Some people call them chalupas. Yeah. So it has that, has the bacon, the chicken. No, like my chalupa is a flat. I need an adult. He's talking about his chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling on you. All right, go ahead. It's a flat corn tortilla that's fried that's got beans and cheese spread on the top of it uh, with a topping of some ground meat or whatever protein you want and then some lettuce and tomato. Like a Mexican pizza, salsa, right? Avocado. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, usually, that's like, what I'm saying. Some people call that uh, a chalupa. Three of them, so. That's yeah. completely different <clears throat> than what Taco Bell serves. I know. That was the whole point I was making. Yeah. Anyway, it's a fried gordita shell. Okay. Is there stuff on top of it or is it inside? Is it's it inside like a, like a taco. It's a taco. It's folded. Oh. It's a taco with a fat shell. Okay. And there's grilled chicken, a layer of bacon, this jalapeno ranch sauce. Jalapeno business. Lettuce, tomato, mm. cheese. Sour cream? There was shit, no, that's that, a sauce. That, that, yeah. What do you think about it, Burrito? You don't really eat Taco Bell that much, do you? Nah. That sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I got tried. the combo. What did it come with? Two tacos. Mm-hmm. Oh. Two bacon crunchy. ranch. Oh, two crunchy tacos. Yeah. And Baja Finger Blast. Ooh. Did it have the cinnamon twist or no? No. Hmm. I think that bacon club chalupa is really expensive to make, I guess. It has to be if it costs that much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just It's don't the grilled chicken, bacon. probably. And the bacon. Yeah. Or just the limited amount that they process. Yeah. Compared to everything else. Right. And you can't put filler in bacon. You could. Like bacon's. True. Begging strips. Begging yeah. strips? It's just <laughs> chopped up begging strips? Oh, man. We solved the mystery, guys. Taco Bell Bacon Ranch Chalupa is just chopped up begging strips. Dogs don't know it's not begging. <laughs> Neither do people. <laughs> All right, burrito. What'd you have for lunch? Don't you say circle. I also went out for lunch oh. today. Oh, yeah, first Smart. time in a long time, because I was at the office today. Hey, 
Boomchi, it is a Taco Bell competitor. Boomchi, it's Taco Cabana. <laughs> Hell yeah. Boomchi, uh, you had the Cabana Bowl. No. You had the torta. Boomchi is the other white meat. Chicken. Carnitas. The other other white meat? <laughs> Pork? Yeah. Carnitas, he said? Uh, no. This is... Also, the name of a Filipino dish. Puto. Or, or, or <laughs> it can also be a preparation for, for Filipino food. Common spice concoction, I guess. Adobo chicken. Well, adobo pork. Oh, yeah. Pork. <laughs> yeah. The other one. Adobo pork. How was it? Pork adobo. Pork adobada tacos. That's pretty good. Was That's all right. Product, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've had them. The meat's just stewed, right? I think they're new. Mm. Yeah, in, in the in the the adobo spices and stuff. Yeah, it was all right. I I was originally gonna get a torta, mm-hmm. but you had to try it. They're not doing lunch tortas anymore. Oh, what? They got because of COVID? they got breakfast. They got breakfast tortas. A breakfast torta. You got like yeah. eggs in it. I, I was like, I never heard of this, but yeah, what's that mean? I don't know. It's got like egg and stuff inside. Lame. Yeah, I don't know. They, they fucking up. Down. I'm like, a how hard is it is just to put the taco filling between two pieces it. of bread? Yeah, yo, just give me a sandwich. They're like, if you wanted a sandwich, you should go on the subway. This taco cabana. It's taco cabana. Order a taco or something. Oh, we got new man. adobo ones. Why don't you get that a roll? Two tacos. Take the two that tacos and shove them up your empty ass. Them out. <laughs> yeah. Empty them out in the boyillo bread. Damba. Boyillo like bread. Yeah, you're not and wrong. Get that to me. But get don't they also put me. like guac on it or no? In the tacos that I ordered? No, in the uh oh. torta. in the tortas you can't have. Oh, in the tortas? Not the ones that I've had so far. Lame. Mm. I feel like that's an ingredient, isn't it? I mean, like avocado? Yeah, I'm sure you can like order avocado on the side, right? Yeah, but I feel like that's part of a torta. Yeah. I, I do like it in torta. Yeah. I feel like it's a crucial part of a torta. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a sandwich. I mean, the bread makes it, right? Yeah. It's the, that the, special. The double white hoagie. Bread. Yeah. Yeah. But what do you have for lunch? You guys know what I have for lunch. It came in a cup. Came in a cup. Oh, yeah. Added hot right. water. Yep. Ate it with chopsticks. And. Did it taste like prime rib? I made something special. Ooh. Did you make an ajitama? I did. Wow. I nice. did. And it just tasted exactly like regular ass cup ramen. It didn't have no prime <laughs> rib taste at all. Damn. It felt actually like it had less flavor than regular cup ramen. Huh. So on the tip the taint scale? Taint. Or tip. Or tip. Depending on how you look at it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you gotta look <laughs> on the bright side of life. And that was what we had for lunch. So let's go over these Today I Learned. Right, what the fuck did you learn this week? Between 1978 and 1983, John Williams won six Grammy Awards for Best Score in a row. He won them for Star Wars, Close Encounters, Superman, Empire, Raiders, and E.T. Raiders of the Lost Ark. That makes sense. Also, who the hell else was composing but John Williams in those days? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. That's true. I feel like if you want to score, you're like, call that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think his name was John, you know? Who scores movies anyways? John. John Williams. The one that does all of it. I mean, during that time, yeah. I wonder if it was a, because he did one movie that, oh, everyone's going to him, you know? Or that there just wasn't a wide pool of talent. Or he was just that badass. Right. I think it's the latter. John Williams had a dick of gold, true or false. True. And it could keep perfect fucking true. time, baby. Yeah, there ain't no 59 seconds in a minute. That's his metronome. Yeah, no, nah, that motherfucker fucks on off time signatures, man. He gents them bitches. <laughs> yeah. That's a 6'9 signature. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so in other movie fun facts, <laughs> the first movie ever released on DVD was Twister. I believe I knew that. Wow. I didn't know that. Long way What were the first down. movies you guys watched on DVD? The first DVD we've watched? I remember it was DVD 1.0 where it was just a still menu and there was like, it's like play and then the movie yeah. plays. Yeah. And I remember the discs were just like silver and then they had a black text on them of the movie. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. 
it wasn't really stylized. They didn't print a lot of shit on them yet. No picture disc, yeah. Yeah, it just looked like, you know, like a fucking CD. I can't remember the first <laughs> one that I had. CDs then had, like, printing on them, so it was weird. What I can't remember is the first one that I saw, but what to think about is, when was the last time you popped in a DVD? Or a Blu-ray. Yeah, any kind of physical disc medium into a player. Six or something? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people that do it on the reg, because you know, I mean, have collections on yeah. it. Yeah. Do I do it. He does it. Pretty I regularly. Do it. Yeah. I stream it. So what was the last one? This is like your movie recommendation segment right here. I think it was one of the Godzillas. A Godzilla. Which one? Yeah. The one with Godzuki or no? I don't remember. And I did just get in um, Your Name, the oh. Blu-ray for Your Name. So I'm probably going to watch that pretty soon. Nice. Hey, did your vinyls come in? No. Ooh. Wait, which ones? Uh, the Neon Genesis Evangelion? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. Uh, no, that's like February, I think, probably. Yeah, I don't think they're shipping yet. Gotcha. I knew it was 2021, but I didn't know if it was uh, down oh. the road. Yeah. Oh, I, I think the first ones I watched was um, Matrix, Forrest Gump, and The Beatles' Yellow Submarine. Dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite. I distinctly remember watching Forrest Gump on VHS. Oh. The Matrix... I don't think I saw The Matrix until like way later, oh two or something. Not like way later, but like no. you know, a few years, a couple years past, later. Yeah. yeah, maybe it was old one, but I felt like I watched it late. Yeah, and that I feel like that disc just had the Matrix logo, but it was in black, right? And the disc was like silver, like just the color of a. Disc. I can't remember. Like we didn't have one, right? But my girlfriend at the time. Her dad was like, I bought a new DVD player. And he was like, and these are the three that I got. And so we watched them. <laughs> I can't remember. I feel like, well, because I was working at Blockbuster when DVDs kind of like. They started getting integrated. Yeah. Or, or when they hit. Yeah, yeah. We had to keep them behind the, the counter. Behind the beaded curtain. And people would have to ask if we had them on DVD. Like they would come up to say, hey, do you? Because we only had like a drawer full of DVDs. Two drawers full? By the time I started working there, they were all over. Yeah. But VHS was still on the walls. Right. VHS was on the walls for a long time. Yeah. God, it sucked. <laughs> it looks so much nicer once we ditched all the VHSs and, and all you had to deal with were the DVD cover boxes. Yeah. Because it's like you had the DVD and then right next to it you have the VHS version. It'd be stacked so yeah. high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember getting a lot of VHSs that we threw away, though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm sure you yeah. have some back there. Oh, field destroy. <laughs> oh yeah, I have a box of them in my in my closet right now. <laughs> field destroy. That's what that means. Give it to the burrito. Field destroy right into the back of my car. Hey yo, right in the back of the Firebird. Come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dumpster Firebird. <laughs> a cum dumpster Firebird. <laughs> All right, now, what else you learn? Legoland employees are referred to as. Model citizens. That's pretty good. That one was for Burrito because he loves puns. I dig it. And Legos. I do like Legos. You were never like really like boom, 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 build like those big sets, right? Uh, no, that was more my brother. Yeah, that's, I feel like. Yeah, my little brother had a bunch of them. He, he got real into them. Yeah. I played with them, but. Not your jams. I mean. I'd be rather getting up in some pussy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Legoland. Have you guys been to what? Legoland? What? I have not. When did you yeah. go? You fucking invite us, uh, man. Back in back in high school, is the entire oh. land made of Legos? A lot of things I, are made of Legos. Was it, was it with your family? Because I feel like it was like yeah. spearheaded by your brother. Yeah, it was with my family. He, he was all into it. He was like, "Let's go to Legoland." <laughs> it seems like a cool spot. Yeah, it's pretty nice. What's the two things that stick out in your mind about visiting Legoland? They got Lego dicks. Mm. <laughs> behind the behind the Lego beaded, <laughs> the beaded Lego curtain. They're not beaded curtains. They're just a bunch of the Lego heads, like, strung together. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I think the, uh, the big sculptures they make out of Legos are really cool. Mm-hmm. Is there a dinosaur? Is there a Godzilla? I don't remember. I, I mean, it was a long time ago, so, I mean, maybe they have them now. But I, I do remember there being, like, a big head of uh, Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein. Yeah. I was going to say Robert Downey Jr., but... 
Incorrect. And then I remember like um, they had a bunch of like scale buildings, like a bunch of buildings from around the world. Oh, the Eiffel Tower? Yeah, like like Eiffel Tower, the Empire State oh, Building, like oh. all that kind of stuff. When you, know? you said scale, I thought you meant one-to-one. I was like, fuck. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> but like scaled to each other, I think, you know? Yeah. That's fun. And I thought that was pretty cool. It was like a whole cityscape that you could like look at. and So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So Legoland, model citizens, unlike Apple and their geniuses. Yo. Arrogance. When your hair's all messed up and you look like shit, there's a solution for you. Blow and go. Stay the line. Solid state technology. Source with the best of Japanese to the technology to create the best hair dryer in the world. Shit. Even the universe. Ten levels of blow with two fucking two hyperdrives. It's the apex of the vortex. The tsunami mommy. You can read up on the advanced features of blow and go on your own time. For now, just blow and go. That's all you need to know. Every major department store that's worth a shit. And gas stations. And bodegas got them. Everyone's entitled to the truth. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Slam City Radio. Get in touch with us through our contact form at slamcityradio.com. We'll send you a sticker, then ask you to roll a ticket. Subscribe, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. All, all day, day, every day. Scram! I said split. Shake the scene, you turkeys. Get out of my I'll see y'all tomorrow. Is that too much? Hit him up. Good job, guys. Nice.